Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball vs. Life is back in session, episode two of the new season. I am Jack, and I got my co-host on the other mic, JC. What's cracking, Jack? Yeah, man. Yeah, the NBA season has started, but let's before we get into that, let's let's do a little small talk. <laughs> what you been up to, bro? Uh, not much, man. I think uh, you know, with the NBA being back, another thing that's been back in my life mm. after a long, long hiatus is actually playing hoops. Yeah, Dude, we've been posting a little bit of uh, you know, social media posts showing yep. our, our runs. Uh, so I've been getting uh, getting some cardio in, getting some runs in, man. It's important. You actually inspired me because you, you kind of got back to hooping a little bit earlier than mm-hmm. me. And I've been jealous beyond imagination. Dude, Every I was trying, to make, I, you, trying I to make you thirsty, bro. You did, dude. You were <laughs> successful, man. I was so thirsty. <laughs> it was a thirst trap, man. You threw the, a thirst trap. The right? thirst is real, man. I was hella thirsty, too, before, uh, before that. Trust me, man. I was bugging out. And... I think once you started hooping, you, you created the thirst trap and I, and I bit, and I finally mm-hmm. found an indoor run. And we've been talking about this, you and I on the side, mm-hmm. that to get a nice indoor run with good people, you know, competition is solid. It's very difficult. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Es- especially post-COVID where, <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, at least here in California, like, uh, you know, we tend to be a little bit more conservative overall. I don't want to speak on behalf of mm-hmm. the whole state, but overall, at least in the urban areas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with these kinds of things. And there's still a, an element of risk. So I think yeah. uh, being really selective with uh, the runs that we have mm-hmm. uh, definitely really ch- makes it much, much more challenging. So what, what, you end up scoring a really legit run, man. I seen some some video, man. It looks I know. I posted dope. on Ball versus Life, man. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta differentiate between um, some of the posts that you make and I make. Mm, <laughs> I know man. sometimes people message us, and it's like it's actually a SoCal run. Yeah, <laughs> hey, man. Run. It's 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 all hoop, man. We're all in the same state, yeah. but yeah, dude. I seen that gym. I know. And it's nice. I was just like, man, this this straight up looks like we're like you know. Carmelo works out in the off season, yeah, dude. dude. It looks like high ceilings, clear cut hardwood. They, you know, it's, they like it's plastered like Clipper logo and Laker logos <laughs> because it's obviously the my run-ins in SoCal. So. <laughs> so how's it been for you? You know, getting getting the runs in. It's been you know quite a while since you know both of us have gotten like yeah. full court runs. I'll be quite honest. It's been amazing. I think. A couple of weeks before I, I found this indoor one, I actually played mm-hmm. outdoors and I have a group of friends that we play outdoors. Mm-hmm. And let me say, it is brutal playing outdoors, especially if you haven't played in a while and you just want to get back in. Mm-hmm. Dude, the concrete, the blacktop, it is just killer on my knees. And that's, I mean, I think the outdoor run kind of dried up anyways and mm-hmm. people, this indoor run surfaced. Mm-hmm. But playing indoors is just another, it's like heaven, man. I feel like it's heaven on my knees, heaven just to feel that the condition, you don't have to battle the outside conditions. Yeah, dude, the elements, man. Yeah. The wind, the, the yeah. dust, you know. It was the heat, smoky, whatever the it heat. is. Exactly, you know, the... right? You know what I mean? So indoors, man, it's just like, yeah. they're, like it's from a peace of mind standpoint, mm. you can play more freely. I don't know about you, but like oh, just yeah. being able to play in like a well-maintained gym, dude, it's just... 
I don't know, man. It just feels so much better, especially for OGs like us, man. Oh, yeah. I think you put it perfectly to play freely. Like, even when I fall, like, let's say, you know, I make a play to the basket and then mm-hmm. get hit. And like, just to be able to slide on the floor, you know, mm-hmm. without worrying about falling on the blacktop and getting scraped up and nicked up. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's a game changer for sure. And it's hard to go back once you find a good indoor run. You just don't want to play outdoors. Of course, if it's something you got to do, sure. But being on, you know, being in, the, in our 30s is for sure, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it, better makes, to... it makes it makes that much of a difference. I see you playing that, uh, you know, you're doing that dirty work, man. <sighs> you're ready yeah. to go. That's good, man. Sliding, go. sliding for loose balls, yeah. getting extra possessions. That's dope, man. I won't lie. Sometimes I do think, okay, I got to pull back. Before, I think when I was younger, I just wouldn't care. I would just dive mm. after every loose ball. I remember one time we were playing at the RSF. This is a long mm, time long ago. Time at this ago, point, this man. is over 10 years. Yeah. Some guy dove, dove for a ball and he lost his tooth, dude. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> I think I remember that, dude. It's just like, you know, when he, when he goes to make a play and then you see yeah. the guy kind of stay longer on the ground and he's Oof. doing inventory, you're just like, okay, what it is? what is it this time? Yeah. That, <laughs> oh, that's boy, why it's awesome. important. Like Steph Curry wears a mouth guard, dude. Oh, like, man. does he have like a, a flavored mouth guard? I don't know, dude. I, I think he has his own brand of mouth guard. Or something. I don't remember. I I remember something like that. Yeah, I think I he know. does. I mean, you know what I mean. It's just yeah. he likes candy a lot, dude. He mm. likes snacks. He likes popcorn. I wouldn't be surprised if they have popcorn flavored mouth guard or he likes Sour yeah. Patch Kids. You know what well, I mean? Whatever he's liking, it's working. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. It's working, man. <laughs> it definitely is working for sure. Um, I've been able to get some runs in too, man. It's nice. a little bit different. It's not as nice as the gym you got, but still pretty nice though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've I was I've been able to find like a nice little OG run um, mm-hmm. up north here. You know what I mean? Uh, what's weird about it is, uh, you know, there's like a uh, there's a run on the weekday that I go to around lunchtime, which is mm-hmm. dope. Just because right now I'm working from home and I can just kind of, quote unquote, have lunch. Yeah. Uh, uh, but instead of actually eating something, actually getting some cardio in. And then on the weekends, I've been able to kind of find another run. Mm. You know, for me, what was hard uh, getting back, because I was, dude, you know how thirsty I was. Like, (laughs) you know, like I was hella thirsty. Shit, I wasn't even thirsty. I was like straight up hungry. You're just desperate, Uh, man. Yeah, I was desperate. Starving. Hey, dude, you know what I mean? Because the gym is like my, I don't know, dude, it's my sanctuary. Like as much as I suck, (laughs) uh playing right now like there's nothing uh, Mm -hmm. like just being able to just play man and it's just such a sort of like i get into like uh, a meditative state Uh, i don't know if you get get that when when i'm playing just because you kind of just kind of are able to put um sort of all the noise that's in your head Mm -hmm. uh and essentially just kind of focus on being being present and and uh that's why i love hoop man um and uh, I don't know. I was so glad to get back. Yeah, I think the, the the saying that a lot of athletes say or like or the people say about how athletes, the core is like their sanctuary mm. away from real life problems. Of course, it's their job, too, but it is a sanctuary. It's same goes for you and I. Yeah, uh, hoops therapy is another thing that comes to mind when we think about hooping mm. and not having hoops for so long because of the pandemic and being able to get back out there you just have a newfound appreciation for it, especially when we talk about indoor runs baby <laughs> yeah exactly man. definitely definitely with that said like <laughs> i'm glad that i'm out there running mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. running <laughs> yeah. uh you know you know being late on d or just doing whatever missing bunnies but i'm still very happy 
Um, yeah. One thing that I've, I've been doing is I've been playing with a mask, dude. And yeah, dude, you know I don't know how you do it, dude. It Matt is, props to you though. Safety and, first. Yeah, yeah, dude. And it's it's incredibly tough. Mm. Uh, and it's just probably why you're missing those money. <laughs> I'd like to use that as a reason. I think it's a convenient reason. I think there's more to that, but it does make a difference, dude. It's just yeah. that, that extra wind that you <laughs> and I need every little bit of you know oxygen that I could get. Uh, you know, um, it really kind of it makes it tough. So um, you know, it's it's kind of nice to just be out there, man. I think. It just takes a little bit longer, at least for me, to get get back into shape. But at yeah. least doing the dirty work, uh, I've always been consistent with that, so I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you clean up the boards. Your nickname, <laughs> double double baby, double double per forty eight. <laughs> I think it's a double double because that's what I order it in all the time, bro. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, after playing ball. I honestly, whatever I eat, it's guilt-free for me, <laughs> which is probably bad at this point because if we if we spend time playing basketball, we probably should try to eat healthier to get back in better shape. <laughs> but you know what? Amen. That's the reward. That's Amen. the reward. You put it, yeah, exactly. You put in the work. Yeah. I, yeah, you know what? I wish I could say that it was otherwise, but I've been uh, showing some love to Wanderlust Creamery. Oh. Uh, Filipino American uh, Heritage Month yeah. uh, with with all their flavors. So I've been kind of killing all the the, the ice cream. Well, shout out but, to all the Filipino people <laughs> who you represent. Hey, man. Um, Dude, Wanderlust is the bomb. Yeah, man. Uh, so and you know what? I'll I'll just say you're welcome because I'm the one that introduced you to Wanderlust. You are so. the one that introduced me to Wanderlust. So you definitely that, that trip that you came down two years ago pre pandemic. That yeah. was when we. We're blessed with Wanderlust. Yeah, man. It blew my mind, the flavors mm-hmm. that they had. And you know, we get some good ice cream up north here. Oh, man. yeah, definitely. But Wanderlust got something that's a little bit different. So, and it's just the Filipino flavors. Yeah, right? dude. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> needless to say, I've been knocking down some Wanderlust after mm-hmm. some hoops. Which probably is part of the reason why I'm missing all those buddies, but you know what I mean? It it's is not what the it mask, is. it's the, just the weight, the extra weight you're carrying. Actually, since we're talking about hoops, remember the story that I told you uh, when I first came back? Uh, uh, so I told you I was on the block, right? Yeah. And I was feeling oh, good yeah. that particular place. So I might as well mm. regale the audience in terms of what had happened. You know, I would say what? You know, what? 15... Years ago, I was money with that, with that, you know, the little fadeaway oh. shot. For for that particular day, I felt good. I was on the right block, mm-hmm. had a, a defender, had a couple of inches on the defender, and I was feeling that he had his forearm uh, on my back. And I was just yeah. like, I was channeling my inner mamba, so I kind of did a little kind of, you know, shoulder fake. Nice. So I did a little shoulder fake on the right, then he bit, then I go on the left. And then he bit then, and then I go, right shoulder, fade away, everything looked good, everything felt well, everything <laughs> felt money. I put put up the shot, follow through, was, it was perfect. Dude, Brick City, dude, it was so bad. I even had the sideline going when they saw the movie, it was just like ooh. a dream shake, Kobe. I heard the ooh. <laughs> and that's where it ended because after that they started giggling when I straight up actually no I didn't even keep rim dude it was straight oh, up no. an air ball dude <laughs> see even in my memory I tried to make it better than what it uh what it was but it was a straight up air ball it wasn't short I was like two feet I was like I social distanced that shot bro yeah. like it was like it was bad <laughs> man. it was so bad dude so a little bit of work that's needed but I don't know man I was feeling good that particular play 
I haven't pulled out the the, the fade away since, man. <laughs> yeah, you, that is your patented move, though. But as long as I've known you, we played a lot of hoops fifteen years ago. Oh, however long we've known each other. I mean, like we went to, we started balling in college and yeah. post college. Yeah. So yeah, I know that move well. Yeah. But that it is fifteen years later, though. <laughs> that was my patented. Let's get let's get let's get the language right. That was because I don't think I've made that shot in like the past four years. Maybe I've made like you know five of those in like you know probably hundreds of runs <laughs> okay i'll tell my story all right i haven't right. told you this yeah. so this past weekend saturday mm-hmm. i was i was warming up i was hitting my shots actually you know i was like i was doing some pull-ups some mm-hmm. hezzies you know just by myself you know and mm-hmm. with some other guys shooting around and one of the guys when he saw me make up he make it he was like dude you're ready bro yeah and i was like well i mean yeah yeah you know i'm feeling good <laughs> Trying to play it humble. so yeah yeah you know just just warming up so the game starts finally start hooping and First first minute, I'm I'm feeling good and I get the ball on mm. the on the baseline mm-hmm. and I make a good move, dude. I do a pull up, not yeah. a kind of a fade towards the baseline, mm-hmm. right? And I I'm feeling good. I just whip my wrist, mm-hmm. hit complete sideboard, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man! And then you know you try I try to play it off and I just I just blow on my hands. I'm like, oh man, it's just yeah. for shot, you know, it's getting warmed up. Try to get yeah, into rhythm. Just, normally, I'm like, oh, dude, it's the, the conditions, you know. But no, yeah, we're in an no, indoor gym. No, so. no excuses there, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That was, that was rough. That hey, was rough. man. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, you you had them shook. You had them, uh, you had them bit on the warm-ups. They were like, That's oh. the worst feeling, man. When you pull a good move, you're feeling good. And then that first shot or that first take that you make, it's just... And it's just not right. <laughs> yeah, bro. I f- yeah, I know, man. That's like... That's... Yeah. I, I can't... I can't describe to you how embarrassed i was because you know everything in your mind seems like it's money but then execution just falls short and i think that's the difference with actually playing like fives on a real game it's just like you know rhythm like you know even something as subtle as that which makes it all the more impressive Mm -hmm. for all of these professionals out there when they're playing because like i'm i don't want to compare us with like nba players yeah but like if you actually play, you know how mm-hmm. incredibly hard it is to actually be money, uh, given mm-hmm. all of those sort of factors that come into play. So, yeah, uh, props to sure. props to the pros, man. There's a reason why they're playing the yeah. playing that. Yeah. With that said, I mean, you know, hopefully you and I can keep it up and put our reps in, and then those. You know, the million-dollar move will end with a million-dollar finish yeah. versus a one-cent finish. So <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal right now. We haven't set a high bar, so we have only up to climb at, yeah. this, at this rate. I'll take the ooh, but there was no ah. <laughs> it was just next, next up is work on the ah part. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about... Well, we have a friend of this podcast mm-hmm. that he's been on a couple of times, Josh, and he's a big, you know, Atlanta guy. He lives in Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. Yeah. And, you know, I'm really sad to say, and it's been a while that, you know, the Dodgers obviously lost. The Dodgers did beat the Giants, though, but the Dodgers lost to the Braves. So Ouch. We're, we're both hurt right now, mm-hmm. just in different ways. We definitely and are hurting. So just straight from me, and then you can go next. Congratulations, Josh, to be in the World Series. It's not over yet. I know once you're there, you want to finish what you started. Mm-hmm. But congratulations on getting to the World Series. It's a big-time thing to happen, and they work their demons in losing last year down three one to the dodgers so you know what the monkey's off your back in terms of that series (laughs) yeah absolutely i hope that um you know atlanta is able to kind of finish it out you know it's kind of hard for me to actually know what to 
who to root for for this. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give the um, you know the nod to Josh's squad because mm-hmm. not only is he a friend of the program, but mm-hmm. secondarily the the Braves represent the NL. You know what I yeah. mean. And as much as I love Dusty Baker, who is doing a, a an oh, yeah. awesome job with the Astros, given the mm-hmm. the dumpster fire and the shit show that he entered. To have mm-hmm. them back in the World Series despite all that drama is definitely an accomplishment. But for sure, Astros, man. I mean, what do you expect if you do all of that shady shit? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you know, people are not gonna like you. And I think outside of like Houston, I think America is pushing for the Braves, which, you know, they are the underdog. So it's it's you know, America loves rooting for the underdog. Mm-hmm. Not many people expected the Braves to be in the World Series. Yeah, you know, just a. Just to you know, put it fairly, really. Yeah. But in in baseball, I feel like that Giants and Dodgers series took a lot out of each. So the Dodgers, once they got past it, just didn't have any gas left. Absolutely, dude. That felt like the World Series, dude. Yeah, I mean, it really did. I, I, absolutely, and as much as I, I mean, we lost the series bar none, no excuses, mm-hmm. and that hurt so much. But like in many ways, I will say that the the Dodgers kind of, you know. They they blew their, they blew their load on that on they that did. on that series. I mean, Max Max Scherzer was not the same because he had no, a dead he, arm because he closed out the exactly, series exactly. and he could just never get it back. His his arm just felt kind of dead after that. Yeah. And not only that series, dude, but throughout the 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 pennant race, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like yeah. you know the Giants and the Dodgers are playing high leverage games for the last. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the last three yeah. months of the yeah. season because they were toe to toe and there was like, it's not like you could load manage per se. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it, you know, it catches up with you and, uh, you know, it kind of I mean, sucks. You always say this, it's war of attrition in any yeah. sports, like especially a grueling season, season mm-hmm. like baseball. Mm-hmm. And you guys got hit with a, a major injury mm-hmm. and, you know, look, injuries are part of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, the Braves have injuries, so they exactly. won with the injuries. So exactly. there's no excuse either way. Of course, when you reflect back, you're like, I wish I, we had a healthy squad, but it just doesn't work out that way in sports. You have to be really lucky, dude. Exactly. Really lucky to get full health and be there at the end. That's why it's all the more impressive to see the Braves in the World yeah. Series because in many ways, arguably, and Josh mm-hmm. will be able to kind of shed some light with this whenever we have We'll have him, Mom. We'll have him. Uh, Ronald Acuna may be the head yeah, of that snake, dude. Exactly. Like, you know, it's like losing Mookie Betts. I know. You know what I mean? Like, he, mm-hmm. he does so much for that team. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, all the more impressed. So, let's yeah, close it out. Impressed. We're doing Josh a solid by not having him on. Because last time, <laughs> every time, he, you know, the, the Atlanta teams do well, mm-hmm. we kind of have him on. And... You know, results have not been favorable. <laughs> so, you know, I straight up told him, like, bro, like, you know, we just want to let this play out. And then hopefully we can give uh, a nice little conversation about something really, really positive. So let's see what happens. Yeah. Knowing Josh, he, he definitely will be on here. Mm-hmm. So let's hope for the best. Hopefully the next time Josh is on the podcast, it's a happy Josh, yeah. not yes. a sad Josh. Yeah. So yeah. Josh is always happy, man. He is. Actually, he is. You, know, you know what? He is always happy. Yeah. Last year was pretty rough. That brings you. Last year was rough. Yeah. <laughs> But let's 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 move forward to mm-hmm. what we really want to talk about for this episode, and it's been a week already. Mm-hmm. The NBA season has kicked off, mm-hmm. and the Warriors are at the top of the NBA, well, tied with the Chicago Bulls, mm-hmm. in the two teams that are four and zero. But before we talk about individual teams like the Warriors and, mm-hmm. and the Lakers. We got to talk about opening night because mm. the Warriors played the Lakers. And given that the Warriors are 4 0, obviously we know the result mm. was the Lakers lost. Mm. 
You go first, man. What did you think of the game? <laughs> Dude, I mean, it was very... Uh, there was a lot of hype coming into that game because obviously yeah. the, the end of the last season ended mm-hmm. with the Lakers prevailing over the Warriors in the play-in game, which mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, put us in a really bad position to match up with Memphis uh, mm-hmm. and then essentially not making the playoffs. So it was sort of felt like a continuation of like that last game. But we were at very different ends of the spectrum just because the Lakers had been having a really rough preseason, dude. I don't think they won a game. No, they didn't. And on the flip side, the Warriors actually won <laughs> all of their uh, their preseason games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so coming into the matchup, in many ways, it seemed like it was going to be like a sort of a, a measuring stick game, at least from the Warriors' perspective. You can speak on yeah. the Lakers and... Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because if we really uh, thought that we would be sort of in a better place and be able to compete this year, being able to see uh, how we perform against, I would argue, one of the top tier teams in the league, despite the yeah. record, uh, would really kind of give us a nice sense of where the Warriors are. And, mm-hmm. you know, the game was you know pretty competitive. I yeah, mean, from was. the start, I was texting you. I was like, bro, like... You know the Lakers' size, and I told you this in even mm. in the off season because we didn't address our our size needs, right? Yeah. The Lakers' size would overwhelm us, and that's what it was looking at least early on. Like mm-hmm. Dwight was kind of eating, AD obviously was kind of dominating. Uh, you got you guys had DeAndre Jordan, so I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a long night. But eventually, kind of things kind of settled in, and yeah. we started playing our game, made some shots. Um, uh. And our bench, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And we can break that down when we talk about the Warriors. But like mm-hmm. uh, Nemanja Bielitsa, that's the proper pronunciation. It's not mm-hmm. Nemanja, it's Nemanja. Uh, mm-hmm. Bielitsa started like doing some like Joker light shit, I man. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, who is, who is this guy? <laughs> exactly, right? On the Lakers. And it was just kind of funny because we didn't have that last year. So yeah. um, at the end, the Warriors kind of you know, made a run in the fourth and won the game. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. From my perspective, the bench really made a, a difference in this game. So, yeah, I, I watched the game with a couple of Laker friends of mine. And obviously, you know, going in, you're super hyped. You're excited, even though you have questions about the fit and all this. But, you know, these are three top 75 players mm-hmm. just named on the list. LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook on the same team. Shit, Russ um, was in that list? <sighs> Yeah, I wow. mean, dude, he's a triple triple double. He'd average a triple double for like two that seasons. That is true. That is true. He <laughs> um, wants given shit his deficiencies. Yet, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. But and he's also MVP. Don't forget that. That's true. Um, but while watching the game, even though AD and LeBron had a great game, wow, Russell Westbrook was a. It was a. T- yeah, it was kind of brutal to watch him throw bricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't lie. All the, the 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 friends of mine, they were definitely starting to tear out their hair, <laughs> and. Yeah, uh, the game was close, and I think the Lakers actually took uh, a decent lead at one point. But mm. then when Bielitsa came in, dude, this guy, yeah, was like the Joker. I was like, what? Yeah, I never... can nobody check this guy? Come yeah. on! <laughs> I never heard that co- that comparison before, but it kind of looked like that at least in that game. Yeah. And I think it really played out in the sense that. The Lakers lacked shooting in this game, and I know they have their whole host of injuries and in, in, to some players that could be key rotational players. Mm-hmm. But the the Warriors started making all their threes, and mm-hmm. the Lakers couldn't make any of their threes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in the modern NBA, that's the game changer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Steph had a pretty ugly game. 
outside of averaging, uh, not averaging, outside of getting a triple double, which is amazing, mm-hmm. he was struggling with his shot. Mm-hmm. And you gotta feel pretty bad if you're losing a game when you successfully have limited Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. But again, the other guy stepped up. Jordan Poole started off really bad, but mm-hmm. then he came on strong in the third quarter. He like kind of put the pulled them back in the game, mm-hmm. hitting some pretty wild threes. I'm like, dang, this guy is like. Fearless, and he has the green light. <laughs> mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, kudos to Jordan Poole that game. I know he's struggled since. Uh, he's been up and down mm-hmm. since then. Yeah. But a- AD and LeBron, I mean, they put up some numbers against us. Yeah. No one could check them. I think, nope. I guess the difference in the game was outside of AD and LeBron, everyone else was pretty much contained. But, like, yeah. AD was dominating us. There's just... Yeah. and. It, he he he's he gonna should. be the problem for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. He, he will. I mean, he's his size. Yeah. And then LeBron. Uh, I don't know if you would consider it a vintage LeBron performance. LeBron mm-hmm. is always gonna just kind of fill up the stat sheet. You know, yeah. I just you know I have nightmares seeing him like do these fadeaways and like all these kind mm-hmm. of like his little patented pull up. You know, mm-hmm. where he kind of just kind of looks down at the floor and then just start to pull pulls up like he always kind of pulls that stuff but i'll take the dub man i definitely yeah, it's take a strong dub. it was a strong statement win although it's, i think it's too early to say statement mm-hmm. and when it's the first game of the season because everyone's still getting their bearings i think the lakers if anything have shown that this is going to be a big work in progress uh judging from that first game we're talking about right now mm-hmm. and i think westbrook he is going to be a huge learning curve for everyone to understand how to play with westbrook so let's let's move on from that game because I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. But I will say this: when watching with my friends and when we saw Iguodala on the court for the Warriors, it just mm. felt right. It just felt so right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you know we weren't rooting for the Warriors, there's just something beautiful about seeing Iggy in a, in a Warriors jersey. Yeah, dude, it's just like it. Yeah, it just. It, it it's like the opposite of seeing Russell Westbrook in a Lakers jersey. You know what I mean? Just, mm-hmm. This is just something to get used to, and it's with with like seeing Igudala in a Heat jersey just kind of made me like I don't know, maybe uncomfortable because it's just mm-hmm. like I just not it just doesn't feel right. I guess it's yeah. the only way to describe it, and mm-hmm. it was it's nice to have him back for sure. You know what's interesting is. Westbrook in a Laker jersey actually makes way more sense than AD in a Laker jersey or LeBron in an AD jersey because Westbrook went to UCLA and That's he true. is from LA. That is so true. So if anything, this is a homecoming for him. That is His true. family's from LA. So in a weird way, like for a long time, the Laker fans have always wanted Westbrook, you know, when we didn't have LeBron, when we didn't have any stars, we're like, dude, come home, come home. Mm-hmm. Just never happened, but in a strange way, he's here. So let's we'll see how it works out, I guess. It's actually, but yeah, Iggy is a beautiful, being a Warrior jersey is just right. It's a good segue. Let's talk Lakers, man. Yeah, After four yeah. games, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know where you want to start. We, we no, can talk let's go. About let's, let's talk about the Lakers first. So they're 2-2 two and two now. They mm-hmm. actually won a barn burner today, tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat the the Spurs one twenty five to one twenty one. It was a game without LeBron. He actually tweaked his ankle last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think somebody kind of fell into it a little bit, but he did finish the game. But look, LeBron is what thirty man thirty thirty five thirty six five thirty six. Might be wrong with that. Who knows? But he's in his year like nineteen or twenty at this yeah. point. So any little thing, you know, every any little nick is not the same. And we're not we're not supreme athletes like LeBron, but. Being older, when you get hurt, it takes longer to come back from. 
And I think LeBron is no different, even though he is like a bionic man. Even so, though he is different, he is no different. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he human. had to sit out today. Yeah, he had to sit out tonight. Yeah. So it goes to show that he is starting to show some mortal form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but the Lakers won a huge game, man. Westbrook, Westbrook came back strong, and this is I talked about this before when we mm-hmm. when Westbrook came to LA, and I said the one benefit of having Westbrook. Despite his shooting woes, despite a lot of the detractors saying Westbrook is selfish, he's a stat patter and all that stuff, mm-hmm. is if LeBron James has to sit out, whether mm-hmm. it's due to load management or injury, which has happened in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. Westbrook can carry the Lakers to some wins. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, when we didn't have Westbrook, when LeBron was out, it was rough treading. Mm-hmm. You just didn't have that secondary well, outside of LeBron, outside of AD, but like a ball handler that can carry the team. AD mm-hmm. depends on someone to give him the ball, get him the ball. Mm-hmm. He doesn't control the pace of the game. Mm-hmm. So this is exactly why the trade was a good trade for the Lakers mm-hmm. because there's going to be a lot of doldrums in the season where LeBron's not going to play every game at mm-hmm. this point in his career. So mm-hmm. we need somebody to switch off on. And he carried us today. Mm-hmm. He carried the Lakers today to an important win. And this mm-hmm. is the best game of the season for him, even though it's only four games. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty bad <laughs> the, the other games. <laughs> yeah, so um, on the flip side, mm-hmm. uh, when it's the playoffs, you want yeah. LeBron to be there. So yes. <laughs> alternatively speaking, yes, Westbrook can win you some mm-hmm. games when LeBron's not there. But the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, if the Lakers are going to go somewhere... Mm-hmm. They will need LeBron James playing, and I think I that's think what, what we learned from last year was the Lakers got into the playing game because LeBron had to go out, mm-hmm. and there was nobody to help get those wins to get a decent record to get into mm-hmm. like let's say the fourth seed. So even though yes, I agree that come the playoffs it's going to be a different story for the Lakers, and we'll talk about that later. But I do think if the Lakers don't really gel and figure out how to play with Westbrook, the playoffs is going to be a brutal, brutal awakening. Mm-hmm. Because shooting is spacing is very important, and you can game plan every every game is game plan, you know. So, but you don't want to go down to this play in game towards yeah. the end of the season because you have to grind those wins out. Yeah. And you have a, if you have an aging team like the Warriors were that too, they were grinding yeah. out these wins at the end, and you're like, yeah. man, these guys. And you have to go into a seven game series, yeah. You know, and it's brutal. Yeah, you, know? you could get hurt at that game. Yeah, and it could just kind of flip the season altogether. So, what mm. was the key with uh, Westbrook's performance tonight? LeBron was not uh, playing, so I'm assuming, you know, Russ was, you know, the head of the snake. Did he have the ball more? Like, what changed? What was different? From I'll tell you. Games? I'll tell you this. Something has been changing the last two games. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lakers won the game before tonight's, um, which was against Ja and Ja. Up, I think at a 40 and 40 points and 10 assists. That mm-hmm. game. Um, I wouldn't say it's a coming out party, but it's a in a weird way, you know, feels like it's just like a, the next stage for him. It's a reminder, but, that he's, but the he's Lakers here. have, yeah, exactly. But the Lakers have been shifting to Westbrook being the prime ball handler mm-hmm. more and more, and I think that's why the last two games he's played a lot better. Um, but whether he can gel with LeBron and how they figure out, it's still a work in progress. They did start doing some things that. Were interesting where at the end of the game they're running a pick and roll with LeBron holding handling the ball and Westbrook setting the screen. Mm-hmm. So I think they're trying to figure it out. And tonight, um, you know, well, by the time we release this, will be tomorrow. But tonight's game against the Spurs, Westbrook it was vintage Westbrook when you mm-hmm. ha- he has the ball in his hand and he ca- can create havoc and not turn the ball over as much. Mm-hmm. He's a beast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his constant attack to the rim 
is much like Jaw, you know. Mm-hmm. Jaw, in, in many ways, is kind of re- reincarnation of Westbrook in mm-hmm. terms of his relentless style. Aggression. Um, he has, yes, aggression. Just fearlessness to go to the rim mm-hmm. and just wants to rip the rim down when he does attack the rim. So mm-hmm. that's the vintage Westbrook today, and he could be himself. Um, and AD played a monster game too, so that's, yeah, that's that, the that reason. helps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, having 35 points and 17 rebounds, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time you're on the winning end if you got your star player putting up those stats. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah. What about the rest of the team? How, how's that looking? Hey, man, we're playing Austin Reeves, man. It's the, our new Caruso. <laughs> That's that's how I like Austin Reeves, but I do think that injuries you can see like these guys that probably wouldn't be playing. This man played thirty minutes tonight, which means he was a plus. But he's you know he's 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 green. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Melo had a vintage game the last game, but today you know he he didn't show up. Went as back much. to earth. Yeah, went back to earth. So yeah, the the bench, unlike the the Warriors right now, which seems stronger, mm. you know, we need we need to replenish it. And you you've been talking about this on the side. You said Avery Bradley, he didn't mm-hmm. even play tonight. So mm. yeah, he didn't get any run. Yeah, Austin Reeves took his minutes. So Austin Reeves is in the rotation. Otherwise, mm. uh, who else would have been there? Like, why is he there? Is Mac without McClung? injuries? Yeah, yeah. So oh, no, dude, dude, don't even talk about McClung. I don't think he's ready for them. Is he, is he on the G League roster? What's up with McClung? I think he's on the G League roster. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah. So the, that's the reason. It's just like, I guess yeah. all the other players. I mean, you guys have been kind of dealing with the injury bug this mm-hmm. early on. I mean, LeBron, obviously, but like, I don't even know. You guys had like a Taylor Horn Tucker hurt. Yeah. Kendrick Nunn is hurt. Wayne Ellington is hurt. So, I mean, we got four players that are potential rotational players down right now including lebron okay yeah 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 are those long-term injuries or oh, trevor they... ariza also oh, crap. Yeah. yeah um they're, they're not long-term injuries but um yeah they're, they're like maybe two three weeks away mm. maybe yeah so i see it's tough treading right now but that's kind of how you build a roster and you try to like have as much depth as possible for Every team kind of gets that injury bug at some point. It's a war of attrition, as you always say. Exactly. I'd rather, well, knock on wood, but yeah. you'd rather have these things earlier rather than late in the season where the games are even high leverage and much more yeah. valuable. So we'll see what happens, man. But it seems like the way the Lakers are kind of working their way through yeah. like all of this sort of adjustment. And it is early. It is very early. They're 2-2, two and two, which is not the worst thing in the world. You know, they lost the first two games. Uh, they lost to the Warriors, you know, tough, because it was the first game together in terms of a real game scenario. And, the I mean, you know, the Warriors played a great game. Mm-hmm. And then the next game, they played the Suns, and the Suns are no joke. They have a lot of continuity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, the Suns are, are legit this year. So, I mean, they've been legit. Mm-hmm. So nothing has changed on that front. And, yeah, I, did you see the the social media where LeBron was, you know, making sure that Cameron Payne is staying humble? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Speaking of social media, the Lakers yeah. let it not be I know, not man. discussed. The, the Dwight and AD saga. That's what I'm saying, man. There's like yeah. the Lakers are all over social media. So what's yeah. what's the deal with that? Is that squash? What the hell yeah, happened? Yeah, it's squashed. It's squashed. Uh, I think these guys are vets, and you know they're friends, so. I think I mean, Dwight, at least publicly, these they know not to egg it on if it is. But I've heard from many sports pundits and, you know, the roundtable after this went down. It's like, this stuff happens all the time. I mean, you, 
have a player on your team mm-hmm. that is very likes <laughs> to rile things up okay. and this happens in practice all the time yeah. i think the difference is when it bleeds out to the court when the cameras are on that's when i think the vets or, or these players tend to think look you know we're, we got to keep this not on camera yeah. you know because trust me in the locker room these guys are arguing all the time and it gets really heated yeah especially when they're so passionate about winning yeah yeah definitely i mean that like when it first happened right i told you i was just like what the hell happened everything is mm-hmm. just like blowing up when that uh like what friday night last week when when it yeah. all happened and i was just like what is going on mm-hmm. i mean for me i've been on the sidelines when my team imploded with kd and dre and mm-hmm. obviously it seems like it was this is a less this was a lesser degree of what had happened but that really pretty much just damaged our team when that had happened so you know i think that situation was worse because you have the situation with katie having being a free agent Mm -hmm. um that made it even more i don't know just out of control complicated <laughs> complicated yeah there was more complication to it versus this situation and they're plus they're like equal parts to a team that you know dwight is not an equal part to ad at this mm. point in his mm. career so it's there's there's more of a hierarchy in terms of you know who's right and who's wrong yeah, exactly. i guess so yeah yeah dwight is expendable you know <laughs> you know kd and dre it's not like you can just let dre go yeah we, exactly. we didn't and KD yeah. just left. But yeah, yeah man. I mean, yeah. it was kind of interesting to see that. Either way, it's not a good look to see no, that early in not. the season. If you're Definitely a fan not. of your team, you really mm-hmm. don't want to, to see that type of mm-hmm. BS happen just because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as much as it pretty much is a part of the game, mm-hmm. you just don't want to see it, man. But yeah. I mean, if anything, it shows that, you know, the Dre and KD situation, this Dwight and AD, these guys really care about winning. You know, they're they're arguing because they feel like, you know, the KD argument is like, give me the ball, give mm-hmm. me the rock, right? Same with this situation. I think they were arguing over defensive assignment missed or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. They're just that passionate where, you know, they're trying to hold each other accountable yeah. in some way, shape, or form. But yeah. maybe it's the delivery of it. <laughs> yeah. In many ways, it's a good thing, man, just because they yeah. it shows that they care. So, yeah. You know. But we'll see how it develops. I mean sometimes these things are brewing underneath and you know they 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 surface again so we'll see we'll see if anything comes from it (laughs) but for now they all have been put on they all put on a happy face and said it's all in the past and you know gotta move forward i'll tell you this if you if the team is winning everything is gonna be then it doesn't matter exactly (laughs) when the team's losing then it all comes out exactly 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 Let's talk about the Warriors, man. Let's move to you. Speaking of You're... winning teams uh, <laughs> thus far. I know, man. <laughs> How's it been, dude? How's it? I mean, it's been a journey for you. So to be 4-0, you got you to gotta savor it. <laughs> I tell you this, man. It's just like ever since we've done this podcast, mm. um, I feel like everything Warriors related has kind of ended up being a disappointment towards mm-hmm. the end of the year. I mean, what? We started in, what, 2019. Obviously, Clay went mm-hmm. down. Uh, and you know we lost to Toronto, and the last couple of years has been of epic failed proportions, right? Where last year we kind of fell short. The year before we got the number two pick, so just let you know how how much yeah. we sucked, right? So coming into the season, it's been really kind of a different vibe, man. I think mm-hmm. the um, the organization and management has been able to identify a game plan that they kind of want to use, and I think that has been the biggest difference 
from what it has been at least the past couple of years where they've been kind of reeling with, you know, the clay injury, clay re-injury, uh, you know, kind of throwing out our, our sort of game plan. At least this this off season, they had a game plan. They wanted to get vets that kind of fit the system. Mm-hmm. And early on thus far, man, we've been able to kind of find a little bit of success. Uh, yeah. Undefeated in the, the, the preseason and mm-hmm. undefeated thus far un- up to this point on pace for an 82-0 and 0 season. Man, you guys will be shattering your last one of 73-9. and 9. Just kidding, man. Um, with that said, it's been nice to be able to kind of watch the last four games just because of all the bad basketball that I've seen in the past couple of years. I mean, it's just put... You don't get it twisted. It's just... It's, it's been... It's been terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's been nice to get a little bit of a different vibe and kind of see a little bit of a, an inkling of like the old uh, warrior basketball that I love. Ball movement... Mm-hmm. Steph being the head of the snake, moving around, shooters all over, dropping threes and making some shots, man. So it's been good. I mean, you guys swept California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys beat the Lakers, beat the Clippers, and then beat Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And you have friends with from all those teams. You yeah. destroyed me. You destroyed Leo, mm-hmm. who's obviously our Clipper resident expert. Mm-hmm. You destroyed I mean, Sack, Al. Mm-hmm. You know, Al's also a fixture of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been on, on in a while, mm-hmm. so we want him back at some point. Man, you're crushing dreams, man. Yeah, man. And you guys <laughs> have not heard from me and talking about those those uh, those wins. Uh, maybe you and me a little yeah. bit. Just to give you a little bit of shit for it. But uh, I don't know, man. I feel like... Uh, I don't know. It's been a kind of a, a good run just to kind of see some nice basketball. I think uh, mm-hmm. they kind of figured out what their recipe is for this season. Yeah. Um, and it's been successful thus far. Uh, I mean, the problems with the Lakers, we've already talked in length earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So that we kind of caught them at a good time. And then the Clippers obviously don't have uh, Kawhi Leonard, which really helps mm-hmm. our cause. With that mm-hmm. said, that was a battle. Uh for, oh, yeah. for that it game clippers are yeah. tough man you they know ty lu's a good coach and he has him playing competitive and 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 and, and tough man definitely mm-hmm. and then the king's game one might even argue that that was like our toughest game just because uh, the kings are actually pretty gritty as well um mm-hmm. i think the biggest thing with the king's game is um the kings just don't know how to finish um yeah. and Give all respect to our uh, our sack friends, but you know the Kings just have a young core that just haven't been through the battles, so they don't know how to close just yet. With that said, I'll take a three and zero in California. Uh, and speaking about the Kings, you know, give a shout out to Al. That I do think this year is one of the first years seeing their roster makeup. That there's you definitely see the makings of a team that can really stay together mm-hmm. and develop. <laughs> and yeah, they just need to win the, the close games, but that's going to take time. I just don't think they're a playoff team, but the pieces seem to be there. Halliburton, Halliburton Fox, obviously, and mm. their their new pick, Davion Mitchell. Mm. That guy's legit defender, I'd say that. I mean, everyone talks about how he can be a shutdown defender. I think he's, he's starting to prove it on the NBA level. I think there was a play uh, that trended on social media when they played the Utah Jazz and mm. he locked up. Um, his his Mitchell brother, yeah, not not actual brother, yeah. but Donovan Mitchell, yeah. and that was pretty amazing. I was like, "Damn, Donovan is an all star." Davion's legit, man. At least defensively, yeah. he definitely is a lockdown guy. So he, mm-hmm. 
Um, I think the question mark for him is his offensive game, and yeah. he got me shook the first half. I know. I was gonna say he he, he was dropping. He, I mean, he was bit. looking like yeah. CP out there, dude. <laughs> yeah. CP and like uh, Patrick Beverly put together. It was kind of it was kind of rough, but eventually he went down to earth in the second mm-hmm. half. Started missing some shots, which is what you would expect from a rookie. A little bit of in- inconsistency, but he definitely is the real deal. I would beg to differ in terms of uh, whether or not this Kings. Uh, squad will have some continuity because any yeah. chance they can, you know, get Ben Simmons for Buddy Heald and mm-hmm. Marvin Bagley, that squad is broken apart, bro. Oh yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. So uh, just just when they are starting to get continuity, they Kings do Kings things in yeah. terms of management, yeah. and they blow it up. Exactly. And they got to start from fresh again. Yeah. And next thing you know, Ben Simmons holding out in Sacramento. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but that—that's the thing. It's just like they're, yeah. I mean, they definitely had some good core players, but as we've seen, and as you know, like mm-hmm. you know, having a full squad with complementary players really makes a difference for success in you know the regular season. All the more in the postseason, right? Just because mm-hmm. the stars will get theirs, but you need plays from your supporting cast in. I mean, Buddy Heald didn't seem like he scored in the first half against the Warriors. Made a couple of threes towards the end. Yeah. And Marvin Bagley didn't even see a minute on the floor. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, if you're trying to build a winner, you really need to have your core players kind of, you know, be part of that that rebuilding. I don't know if that experiment's going to work. I've heard mixed uh, reviews, mm-hmm. at least from our SAC friends, what they think, but... First chance they have a crack at a superstar, those guys are gone, brah. I know, man. I know. But, you know, going back to the Warriors, mm-hmm. I-, I think there's just, there has to be appreciation of mm-hmm. watching Steph play. Oh. Because it's not like he's going to be here for another 10 years, you know? <laughs> um, you see that game? Um, you saw that uh, the Clipper game? Yeah, I did watch some of the Clipper game. I didn't watch the whole game, but I did catch some of it. All, yeah. all you had to see was the first quarter because he went yeah. like ballistic in the yeah. first quarter, dude. He was the buzz of like the internet that it night. It was like nine for nine. He scored 25 points, yeah. nine for nine in the first half. I think he hit like what, six threes? Mm-hmm. Five threes. He was doing like step backs, floaters. Like he was doing all kinds of stuff, man. He was he was hoisting from like, you know, close to half court, three fourths mm-hmm. court. It was crazy, man. I'm... Wasn't there the the thing that was also trending on social media with Paul George telling, asking Steph or telling yeah. Steph yeah, like, yeah. you know, do it from the logo yeah. or something like that. Give me one for He's the logo. Him. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> what of all people? Why the hell would you challenge? It's like telling Shaq, oh, try to dunk on me, bro. It's like, dude, he's going to dunk on your ass. Exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's this, fun- is, this is exactly why playoff P, way off P, whatever, how you want to yeah. play exists. Like, do not yeah. shake the hornet's yeah, yeah, nest. Yeah, exactly. You do not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He kind of. Who talks shit to Michael Jordan? Yeah, exactly. Don't do it. Yeah, exactly. PG. And PG played a good game. He was no, he trying did, to stay toe to toe. Yeah. With that. And yeah. what's funny is it probably kind of threw Steph off in like the second quarter and third quarter. Mm-hmm. But in the fourth quarter, in the last, what, minute and a half, that's when Steph did like the little half court shot. And mm-hmm. that was like the kill. He went he went for the throat on that one. And that was so demoralizing because, you know, it's like you don't even expect him. Well, I guess if there's someone that you would expect to do that, it would be Steph. Yeah. And he just kind of hoisted it from you know, close to half court, you know, a pretty much a tie game. 
<laughs> you know. Oh Actually, I think they were down one. The Warriors were down one, and then he he makes that shot. With that said, you know, mm-hmm. Steph was playing at an MVP level last year. He just didn't yeah, have the was. supporting cast. So it's been really, really encouraging to see him play at a high level this year thus far. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder trying to really. He, he really wants to kind of prove to the world that, you know what, like I'm here and I'm, I'm a legit MVP uh, contender. And I'm not one to argue. That man is a bad, bad man. Yeah, yeah. And at this point in the season, we're four games in. Lakers are two and two. Warriors are four and zero. Oh. There's so many more games to be played, mm-hmm. and we'll see. We'll check. You know, we're we're gonna keep recording this podcast, so mm-hmm. we'll see how this all develops. You know, mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of ups and downs for both of us. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so, so next time maybe it'll be me feeling yeah, great, you exactly. feeling like, ah, oh, dude, this the Warriors have been struggling a little yeah, bit. Yeah, dude. Um, It'll be it's it's so early in the season, but it's mm-hmm. kind of nice just to get a temperature and where we're at. Yeah. Get a nice yeah. little timestamp, see, so that you can know where we can kind of reflect back on where our teams were. But it's mm-hmm. gonna be a roller coaster, man. It always is, and you know, that's I guess the fun of sports. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fun when you're on the high, but it sucks when you're on the low, man. <laughs> Tell me about it, bro. Tell me about it. We're not even talking football. Jeez, yeah. I don't even want to open that Pandora's box. Uh, well, let's let's keep it positive, <laughs> <laughs> because you've been through a lot, my uh, friend. Bro. You've been through a lot. Amen. Exactly. So, with that said, let's end the let's end the episode mm-hmm. on that note. You know, it's it will check back in another two weeks or so yeah and record our next one mm-hmm. and we'll give an update from the bay and then from la yeah man it's nice talking oh. hoops again man i know it's nice playing hoops oh. and talking hoops tell me about it man uh, all right well you can follow ball versus life you know we, we still do card groups we actually did one recently mm-hmm. ball versus life official on instagram mm-hmm. and yeah follow us there we have more content there so thank you for listening we appreciate you stay safe hope people out there who listen to this are hooping like us let's let's get it let's go peace out peace